All right. Hey, David and Jessica, how are you doing today? We're Very great. well. Nice how, to see you. How are you? Nice, nice. Thank you guys for joining us today. We're Gospel Music Buzz, and we appreciate you speaking with us about the new film, The Waterman, that's going to be hitting theaters tomorrow, May 7th. It still seems a little bit funny just saying hitting theaters after not going to one for almost a whole year. So how excited are you guys? Right. Oh, gosh, we are so excited. I mean, the film was designed to be seen in the movie theater. We shot it before the pandemic. So the fact that it's actually going to be seen the way we had always hoped it would be seen is a huge blessing. Awesome. So now just, you know, a quick, quick little uh, question there for you now. So you, you know, this is your directorial debut. I'm sure there was a lot of, you know, nervousness. There were a lot of different feelings going on. You're acting you're producing, you're directing. So what kind of kept you grounded throughout that whole process? Uh, this lady to my right is a pretty good uh, <laughs> grounding influence in, in my life. She always keeps it real. Um, but also she was really helpful to me because the thing I was most nervous about was, I, I hope I'm actually gonna be able to give a good performance in this thing because I'm distracted with so many other elements. So Jess was with me on set, especially for the first couple of weeks, just to keep an eye on my performance because no, no, uh, no one tells it like it is quite like she does. <laughs> oh, so, so she was, she was giving, so Jess, you were giving him some, some thumbs up and thumbs down, like, eh, I was, I was very quietly sat behind the monitor. It was quiet. I was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> At least I tried. Sat behind the monitor, just kind of like, you're doing great. You're doing great. You've got this. This is awesome. And it just took a little, a few days to adjust to directing himself. It's a completely different thing to do when you're mm -hmm. in a scene as an actor, you want to be present in the scene. And he was having to think about everybody else's performance while in the scene. But he did a while fantastic also, job. While also giving giving himself feedback as well, right? So David, that here's is. what you do. Don't do this, David. So that might have been interesting. I became a madman, basically. I became completely <laughs> insane. <laughs> so Jessica, tell us, you had a role as well in the film too, right? I have a little role in the film. I'm Mrs. Bakemeyer, the bookshop uh, owner who helps uh, Lonnie Chavis's character of Gunner through some of his difficult moments. Yeah, but I also um, wrote some of the music for the film, for the end credits song and um, an accompanying piece for the, for the film. That was a real privilege to do both, to be in it and to write some music. Awesome, yeah, I was just gonna actually touch on that as well too. So, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed your scene as well too. You know, I think that was a very, that was a very pivotal scene. So, you know, a very great transition scene. So I enjoy that. And the, and the song that you, you mentioned in What Love Does. So tell us a bit about that single. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely song that um, David and I were talking through the best ways to get the word out about this film. It's wonderful to make a film. It's wonderful to, to have the excitement around it, but to actually get people to be aware of it, to get them to, to go see it. So we wanted to use every tool in our belt and um, having written the end credit song with one of our sons actually uh, for the end, for the movie and the end credits, um, there was already a musical relationship between David and I for the film. And he just said, what can we use? What can we do to help promote the movie? And um, I had a song I'd written with a friend called What Love Does that really sums up the main themes of the film of sacrificial love, the willingness to go and do whatever it takes to save someone you love. And so we decided to record the song, make a music video to go with it that helps show the beauty of the love in the movie. 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I heard I heard the song. I listened to it several times. Definitely a beautiful song. I love the visuals. Everything kind of just pulled it all together. So, David, this one is for you. You know, uh, Oprah. You know, Oprah, executive producer on this film. I have no idea who that is. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Probably like your third time collaborating together. You know, there's a long list of people waiting to have that first opportunity to work with her. You're working with her now for the third time. So, tell us a bit about that relationship. I'm a little greedy, aren't I? Um, I'm hogging her for myself. Um, yeah, we met during, uh, during The Butler where we played uh, mother and son. We became very close. She sort of became like a, a mother figure in my life. Um, she's one of the main reasons Selma uh, happened. I asked her to come and join us as a producer on that. And, you know, it's what gave the studio the confidence to, to make that movie. I wasn't someone who had any kind of name at the time. So, you know, she, she, she really helped move that along. And, you know, the Waterman is another thing I just was very passionate about. I took it to her as something that I felt strongly about. And, and she's just been a constant advocate and encourager and champion of mine. And so her coming on board was very much built on that, really. And, and she has really taught us about advocacy. It's something we're now trying to do, you know, for, for other young people coming up. That's why we love making these kind of movies where you can give an opportunity like this to, to Lonnie Chavis, um, who is such a brilliant talent, who yes. should be seen and should be front and center in a film like this i've been given that opportunity for people like oprah we're trying to do that for someone like lonnie chavis awesome yes and this this you know the cast all together was amazing cast you know rosario amari everyone kind of you know just pulled it together so i would say you did a great job all across the board and you know towards the top here now if there's one scene or one thing you want someone to take away because there's a lot of symbolism there's a lot of meaning you know throughout the entire film what would that one thing be that you would want your your, uh, viewers leaving uh, saying tomorrow well there's a a scene towards the end of the the movie it actually wasn't in the script and it was very much inspired by you know how much i love my wife um, jessica and you know one of the the big themes of the film is 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 loss, how to deal with loss, especially through the eyes of an 11 year old. And, you know, uh, Lonnie's character asks a very poignant question towards the end. And the answer I give is that I would rather take a short life with your mom in it than a long life without her. And, you know, I think sometimes when we're living this life, we forget just how precious life and love is. And if you've ever had the opportunity to to feel love, whether it's the love of God or the love of family or the love of a friend, you are one of the richest people on earth. Not everyone is afforded love. And so, you know, embracing that uh, and, and really appreciating that is one of the greatest things you can do with your life rather than hoping to live for as long as possible because love, Love truly is the greatest gift life gives. Well, well said. Well, David, Jessica, thank you so much for speaking with us again. I'm sure when we gospel music buzz, I love the film. It's definitely something that I can watch with the entire family and have amazing discussions after, you know, appreciate everything that you guys are doing. And thanks again for meeting with us today. Thanks, so nice Sharon. to speak to you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.